What is going on? How you doing? If you're new here, my name is Pastor Adam Harold, and yes, it is always chaotic here. So uh, it's not only when we sing, not today. So uh, <laughs> my name is Pastor Adam, and uh, I just thank you so much for being here. My incredible wife, Tanya, and I have the privilege of leading this community that we call The Refuge. And uh, it's one of our greatest joys. So thank you so much for being here. If you fill out the card that Sarah was talking about, I'm going to send you a card in the mail to say thank you so much for being generous with uh, your most valuable resource, your time. You can't get more time. You can get more money. You can't get more time. So thank you so much. We've got an exciting day, uh, and evidently somebody isn't too thrilled about it. So uh, we, uh, I, I, I was joking with our, uh, our, our people that were here for prayer on uh, Friday or Saturday, and I was just like, you know, whenever we used to sing that song, not today, notice I said used to. Um, whenever we would set up in the high school, how many of you have ever been to the high school with the Refuge Church when we were there? I knew that there were a lot. I knew I had seen some, fa some familiar faces. Um, well, we would go into Wyndham High School, we would set up, we would tear down, and without fail, something in setup would not work properly whenever we would sing Till the devil know not today. And, uh, and so we prayed yesterday. And to be honest, I hadn't looked at the set. So when they, the worship team started singing Not Today this morning, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I even said yesterday, but like we're not, we don't have many problems with our computer because we just got a new computer. And so watch, watch what happened, though. The words go away. But what, what did we continue to do? We kept singing. Some of you got louder. I know I did. And those, catch it, those that knew the word kept on singing. When you're grounded in God's word, Satan can shut down the computer. But you keep on praising and then God says all right Satan what else you got we say all right Satan what else you got we're gonna keep rolling with the punches you can't knock us down you can't knock us out we're gonna keep on praising our king Because he's worth it. And he's worthy of it. And so that's not a knock on anyone that didn't know the songs we were singing. It's an encouragement to get in God's word. And we can grow and we can learn from the obstacles that we face. I am so excited for today. Uh, we're going we're gonna to baptize some folks this morning. And uh, that, is, that is such an incredible 
uh, incredible thing to be able to immerse people in their identity of Jesus. That's what we're doing. We're immersing them in their identity of Christ. And hopefully it helps propel them to a life of hiding his word in, his, uh, in their heart, of, of seeking after him and living in the identity that God has for them. And that's just the beginning because this morning we have a special guest with us today. Uh, my friend uh, Luke Walters is with us and he, is, uh, he leads a ministry called Map 1040 that reaches the most unreached group of people in the world. And uh, I just, I, I love, I love Brother Luke. Uh, he is, uh, I, I call him because, newsflash, I think a lot of myself. <laughs> I really don't, but I think a lot of myself, and I know that God loves me so much that he's given me a personal prophet by the name of Luke Walters. And I love him. His wife, Sandy, and kids, uh, are, his kids are grown, Mary, Andy, Luke, Katie, they're all serving Jesus, and it is such a joy to watch him, uh, and I'm, I get to watch him minister to you today. So would you do me a favor, would you stand to your feet, give a warm welcome to Luke Walters. He's walking slow, so you keep on clapping, that's why. All right, good morning. morning. Y'all fired up? I'm fired up this morning. Woo! Come on, I want to headbutt something. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Come on, I can fit in the Mainers. Come on, baby. Well, my wife does and family greet you from the great state of Mississippi. Come on, somebody. I, I left there and it was 99 degrees. I've been delivered. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Oh, God, it's good to be here. It's good to see you. Uh, last time I was here, we met outside and on the back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and now, look, look what the Lord has done, huh? Uh, so I'd, I've been uh, traveling a little bit this year. I think I've been to 18 countries, uh, from Israel to Sri Lanka to the top of the Himalayas to all throughout the Middle East. And um, just got back from Brazil. And there was uh, over 5,000 people in the meetings that we were having there. And these were all potential missionaries. They all wanted to come to uh, learn about being you know, a missionary. And a Brazilian can really fit into the 1040 window, which if you don't know what that is, it's a geographical term from uh, the west of Africa through North Africa, southern Europe, uh, and through the Middle East, where the Muslim world is, the Jewish world. And then from there, you keep going east to the Hindu world of India, where 1.3 billion people are. And then you keep going to 1.3 billion people in China. And that block of ge geography, 10 degrees above the equator, 40 degrees above the equator, is a window where two-thirds of the world population live and the most unreached people groups in the world, which are coming down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It used to be like 7,500 in that area. Now we're like, only have 10% left. Only less than 700 unreached people groups in the world who have never heard the name of Jesus one time. And I want to be there to talk to the last one in Jesus' name. Amen? 
And guess what? I'm telling you all that to give you a big expansion, but it comes all the way back down to the local church. If you cut me, you're going to see local church. I've been in the same local church for over 40 years since I got born again. I mean, I, I dug into the local church. I love my pastor and his wife, and they transitioned our church to his son who I discipled. You know what? You just get integrated into the church, and I'm telling you, the blessing of exceedingly abundantly more than you can think or imagine will come on your life. And I'm excited. I'm so excited of just what Jesus has done for me. I, I was, pa Pastor Adam called me. He was worried. I was, I was, I was kind of late. You know, I got here at 9 o'clock. And I said, he said, well, you come? Yeah, I'm coming. I'll be there, man. And I was still crying. I was just loving Jesus so much. It was so good, you know. Big old man crying, going down the road, hands out, enjoying the cold air. It was great. I don't care what you said. It's fine. <laughs> but it, it's an honor for me to be here. And if you want to, you can turn your Bible or your phone. I don't really pack a Bible anymore. I, <clears throat> I'm always on my phone, and I, I have different translations and you know, I can, I can speak red, redneck really fluently. Um, I can speak uh, Singhalese, the language of Sri Lanka, fluently, some Hindi, some Tamil. Uh, and, but I, I, there's one thing that's so cool about the Lord. You cannot get away from languages. You know, we, we started singing hallelujah. And you know what? If you want to speak the, the word hallelujah in Hebrew, you know what you say? Hallelujah. You can, El Espanol, hallelujah. Singhalese, hallelujah. Hindi, hallelujah. It's the most incredible word. It means praise the Lord. And it's the most incredible thing that in every language of the word, they pronounce it the same. You think God isn't trying to talk to somebody? He's like, are you so dumb that you can't see? Hallelujah. It's great. First time I heard that, I was like, you think you don't know every detail? Every situation, every circumstance, it's really good. If you would, turn your Bible to Luke chapter 3, verse, and I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. And then I'm going to tell a couple of stories. I'm going to make it short and sweet. And then, uh, then we're going to do some dunking here today. Amen? <laughs> Come on. I'm excited about it. I, I'm, I remember when I got baptized. <clears throat> I got baptized as a little boy. You know, about 12 years old, kind of did the, the baptismal thing. And then, then I got baptized again after I really got saved. Yeah. And then, you know, because some people get sprinkled, some people get dunked, or some people just don't like, they can't swim. Hello? <laughs> and, and they're scared of the water. I just want to kind of create this story for you this morning of uh, what happened when Jesus came on the scene. There was this crazy guy named John the Baptist, and he was starting to really get people disturbed in Israel. If you look at verse 15, let's see where we're at. Everyone is expecting the Messiah to come. They were eager to know whether John might be the Messiah. You can imagine if you read the story about John the Baptist, he was crazy. He was from Mississippi. Come on, somebody. <laughs> you know, I come to Maine, guess what I want to do? Grow my beard longer. <laughs> you know, I, I just love Maine because I've, I've been coming here since 1985. I mean, I love it up here. I love the Northeast. I love the people. I love the, I love the ruggedness, the brashness, the, 
You know, you can bring your car to the bar, <laughs> go up to Bangor. And I, and I, and I just love the, the work ethic of the people here. And, and I, you go to Israel, and you, any part, I mean, actually, you go to any part of the world, you find hardworking people. And I believe God created us to work hard and, and be honorable. And, and so John the Baptist comes on the scene, and he's, he's losing his mind, okay? Because he's, he's thinking about the Messiah. And if you go around Jewish people, they'll, they'll stop you and ask you, will you pray with me? Will you pray that the Messiah, they're looking for the first Messiah to come? It's so fun. I've been to Israel 18 times. And I love going to Israel. I love going to the wall. And I love to pray. And I love to pray for the Jewish people. I, I told Pastor Adam, I said, I wish I preached as good as I prayed. Because <laughs> I learned how to pray. And I love 21 days of prayer. You ought to be here, man. It's the best. I was here yesterday morning. I'm, that's why I guess I'm so excited today is because I came and spent some time just praying in the house. There's something about that intentionality. I just thought I'd throw that in for you who are doing it. Okay. So John answered their questions by saying, I baptize you with water. And uh, I just love this tank in front of me. He said, but someone is coming. Say that to your neighbor. Someone is coming. Someone is moving in this room today. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. So the, the Spirit of God is here. He's coming, and we're welcoming him. He's greater than I am. Wow. So much greater that I'm not even worthy to be his slave. And, until, and untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat and with his winning, winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gather the wheat into his barn, burn the chaff with never-ending fire. I just want to take a moment to you and encourage you about baptism. Some of you have probably never been baptized. It's so cool for me to to understand this public declaration. You see, I could come here and, and, and tell you stories of the mission field, and I'm going to tell you a couple of crazy stuff, but I just love the local church. I, I came here today to encourage you and to encourage your walk because you, you can't hide this Jesus when you get a hold to him, amen? You know why? You're going to smile. <laughs> in, in bad situations, you're just going to be smiling. And, I, you know, I, it's so fun for me, uh, especially I go to uh, so many different cultures of the world, and uh, most of the people I go around are, are not white. Hello? So it's kind of cool to fit in a little bit here today. <laughs> uh, for, you know, all my friends who have dark skin, I, you know, I, I love to go because I have, dark, I have these blue eyes, you know. And the people look at me, and people walk up to me, and they're just looking at me, and I go, you like the blue eyes, don't you? <laughs> Look, whoa, what's up? <laughs> because I, I understand they're not looking at me. They're looking at the Spirit of God in me. Hallelujah. It's not me. And when we look at each other with the love of the Lord, it's just crazy fellowship of brother and sister love that comes when we, when we unify our lives together with one mind and one accord in one place. Say, He's coming. Whether you like it or not, <laughs> he's coming, and you're going to see him 
whether you like it or not. You may not believe in him today. You may be like on the fence, one foot in the world, one foot in the church, semi-hung over today. Welcome. You're in the right place. <laughs> yes, he's coming. Oh, God. And I love the part about saying it publicly. I love to say wherever I'm at, Jesus loves you. Jesus is Lord. And he, guess what? I declare him. There's one who's coming who's mightier than I. And I want to introduce you to him today. He's the king of glory. Amen. I just love Jesus so much. I've never been the same. 40 plus years. I got saved riding down the road in my car one night. I said, Jesus, if you're real, do something to me. I double dare you to say that. Because he will come. He will come with glory and he will come with fire. And guess what he will do? He will touch your life. And he's so sweet and kind, but he is so strong. That's what I love about Jesus. He's so cool, so strong. Because I'm a strong man. I live a strong life. I don't, I don't play around. I, I'm committed to him. And it, it's so wonderful to be able to do that. And when I say that, look, I, I, wasn't, I didn't grow up in church. I grew up on a tractor, milking a cow. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Hello. Then I, w went to the, I got a good education and played stupid football and got hurt and all that kind of stuff. And now I ache because of it. But that's all right. I'm still strong. Amen. I worked out this morning. Hello. <laughs> I want to headbutt something in Jesus' name. <laughs> Feel good. I said, cold air. Come on. He's coming. Come on, tell your neighbor, he's coming. And when he comes and he touches you, something's going to happen around you. Amen? Woo! My wife would say, calm down. She, she brings me back down. Amen? She balances me out. She said, hush. <laughs> You're getting all crazy. And I'll tell her, hey, sister. You better hang on, amen. She's such a treasure. She uh, she's followed me all over the world. I mean, and it's it's great to have such a, a a fearless partner. You know, like like your your pastors are fearless. They don't care. I mean, your pastor just cries at the, just a moment. It's just so tender. <laughs> I love that. And guess what? I'll be crying here in a minute too. <laughs> Because it's, it's strong to cry. It's, I'm telling you, it's strong. There's something strong about it. To see a man weep because of Jesus. To weep over souls. To, to have this passion so deep inside that it just spills over. It's, it's, it's like your cup overflows. So it's just, it's just awesome for me to... Think back all the times. Uh, the first time I ever did a baptism in a, in a cattle, walk, cattle trough. <laughs> Son, I want to jump in that thing so bad. <laughs> God. I used to preach in front of the, uh, well, in Louisiana, we call it the parish jail. I live on the state line. My family was from Mississippi, but I grew up in Louisiana, so... You know, they taught me reading and writing and the road to Baton Rouge. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Go Tigers. <laughs> and, uh, but I, so I, I, I knew everybody in the jail. Hello? Hello? 
You know, I knew the old jailer and old Mr. Moffat's what we called him. And, and uh, so I got saved, and I said, Mr. Moffat, I'm coming to preach at that jail. He said, what? I said, I'm coming to preach. I said, you let them men out of there at, on Sunday morning, and you bring them down here and put them underneath the tree, and I'm going to preach to them. And he went, ain't nobody ever done that before. I said, it's a new day. You see, your passion to get you to do something you've never done before. Huh? You, you'll come here to the church, and you'll, you're doing stuff you never dreamed you'd do. And you know what you call that? Passion for Jesus. That's, that's excitement inside of you that's just spilling over. And so, you know, I went up there about two months, and, my, and then my daddy got saved. My daddy started coming with me. And, uh, and then I said, Daddy, we need to baptize these boys. And he said, how are we going to do that? I said, you know that water trough around the barn that nobody uses no more? I said, we're going to bring it up here and fill it up with water. It's about that size. Yeah. <laughs> and, look, we had all them men up in there, and, that, and they come out, and, uh, you know, they would just weep. I mean, they would, some of them were just in there for the drunk tank for the night, but the Spirit of God would just, there's something that touches you when you start preaching and start worshiping. I'd bring my old guitar, and I would just worship, and, and, and they would just weep. And then I, I'd say, you want to get water baptized? And most of them had to have a bath in a week anyway. <laughs> God, they stunk. It was preparation for the mission field. <laughs> because if you've ever been on the mission field in India, and it smells like sweat and curry, what an aroma. And so we baptized those men. We put them in that water and dunked them. And they weren't ashamed. Proud that, that God had touched their life. And I was so excited to do that. Today, God's going to touch your life. Say this with me. He's coming. He's here. Look, I, I, I just love them. And I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you another story. I was, I, I, in India, it's just crazy. Well, actually, this was in Sri Lanka. And Sri Lanka is the island nation at the tip of India where the great tsunami hit. We lived there um, during the Civil War, which is a whole other level of stories. But uh, we did this water baptism in front of uh, an old Methodist church that John Wesley had started. And, and so I was just kind of following up, you know. <laughs> And they built a, a water baptism, and it was about the same size, and the people just lined up to come, and, and uh, there's something about getting in cold water. <laughs> and I was in the water, you know, and here comes this little 12-year-old Sri Lankan girl, and she comes, and we're going to water baptize her. And, I, you know, we, we got in the water. Today, I, I'm not getting in that water. I'm going to stand aside, you know. I'm going to help. I want to be a part, amen. I want you to know that I'm in, I'm, count me in. Amen? I want to be counted in to Refuge Church's life. I'm here because I, I, I believe God has finally, after all these years, really started pouring His Spirit out in Maine. Amen? There's a move of God. A momentum of God is happening in the Northeast because where there's great darkness, there great light shines. Amen? And great light is shining in your life, in your family's life, in your businesses, in everything you're touching. It's being blessed because God's spirit is coming because you're saying, he's coming, he's coming, and I got to get ready for it. Amen? Hallelujah. So I'm standing in the water with this little Indian girl, and she comes, and she's just she's so scared. And, and that water touches her, and we're going to baptize her. And all of a sudden, I'm standing there, and I just, this water's so cold. And then all of a sudden, I just start feeling this warm water come to me. 
And we baptized, you know, a couple hundred people that day. Yeah. And the warm water just kept coming. It <laughs> <laughs> kept coming. <laughs> you ain't got no trouble. <laughs> you can imagine. I, I think I told the story of uh, one time we were baptizing in a lake, and, uh, and the, the ladies all braid their hair in a long ponytail. And... Uh, um, and the reason why I'm telling it again is because there's a lot of new people. And this, I can come back, and there'll be different people, and, and you'll still hear the same story. But <clears throat> this one's the funniest to me. It's, it was really scary. And we're standing in water about this high. I mean, this pastor and these people coming to get water baptized. And they're making a public declaration. There were Buddhist people who were actually making a de- declaration. And the whole villages were there. And they were, they, they were not happy about it. And so to make this declaration... Even today, you make this declaration, the devil has already started to resist. It's a, it's a, it's a spiritual thing to make this declaration. <clears throat> and I was standing there, and this girl, she comes, and all of a sudden, she just starts manifesting demons right there in front of me. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so she, me and this pastor, he's a little short fellow. She starts crawling up on top of me. And she, I'm like, get what? And, she's, and guess what? And fish is biting me. And I'm, and I'm getting deeper and deeper. Finally, I get up to right here. And I said, she fixed to kill us. She, she's the, I mean, she's screaming and hollering, Jesus, and she's going crazy. And I said, what, what to do, Lord? And he said, take control of the situation. I was like, what to do, Lord? I said, the only thing I need to do, I grabbed that hair and I was baptized. <laughs> she come back out, right down again. Come on, somebody. We got her under control. Hallelujah. <laughs> you're going to get baptized, you're going to die. <laughs> but you ain't killing me today. In Jesus' name. Whew, help us, Lord. We got her up on the bank. We prayed for her. Got her delivered. Got her free. People would come into this baptism. You see, these are healing waters. There's fire in the water. The Bible even says in, in Genesis that God moved on the face of the waters. He still moves on the face of the waters today because our bodies are 96% water. God, guess what? He's coming. I just love that. And all of a sudden, John the Baptist looks up. Can you imagine? And there he was. There was Jesus. Jesus walked through the crowd. And John's, John's preaching repentance. He's saying, you hypocrites, you den of vipers, you need, to, you need to repent. There's one who's coming. And all of a sudden, can you imagine? This is his first experience of public ministry. He, 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 he's, been, he's been in the carpenter shop in Nazareth working. And all of a sudden, he comes down to the Jordan River. Look, I baptize people in the Jordan River. It is so cold because the water comes through the, from Mount Hermon down to the Sea of Galilee, down to, through the Jordan River to the Dead Sea. And that water's so cold. Even in summertime, it's cold. And John's, he's there baptized. There's a huge crowd of people. And all of a sudden, you know, he, he's probably in the back. Hey, you people in the back, I love you back there. I know what's going on. And all of a sudden, he just comes on the scene. 
Jesus is on the scene. There's all kind of things that you're thinking about that right now. And all kind of things that God's probably giving you ideas and things. Because and, Jesus is on the scene. Now, he, he's not coming no more. He's here. He's, he knows every thought. He knows where you're at. He knows your checkbook. He knows how much money you have in the bank. He knows, he knows, uh-huh, he knows everything. And John the Baptist goes, wait, wait, wait. there he is. He's here. Look at your neighbor. He's here. And Jesus says, you got to baptize me. And John said, oh, no, uh-uh. I ain't having none of this. Because he was all public and bold and strong, and all of a sudden Jesus is there, and he's like, John was going, I ain't dealing with you. Because he knows everything. He even knew about John the Baptist. Everything. He was of a different spirit. All of a sudden, the Bible says, after John immersed him in the water, pulled him up, he said, an audible voice, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. The most pleasing thing you can do to God is to publicly declare your faith. Because then you're accountable. You are accountable. Yeah, the thief on the cross didn't get to do that, but I'm not a thief. I didn't die on a cross. So I can publicly say, I'll take my stand. I need God to do something. I recently got into a baptism pool again. I was standing for somebody in my family who needed a miracle. I needed a healing in my body. I got in that water. I said, you know what? I'll keep getting baptized. I need freshness in my life. I need God to move in my life. I'm stuck in a place. And guess what? I want to jump in that water again so bad, (laughs) y'all. Because I know that when I publicly do this, that I'm identifying with this is my beloved son. (laughs) And Jesus is pleased. Jesus is pleased with you. You got up and you showed up here today. You could have done, I, spoiled, I drove by people hitting a stupid golf ball, excuse me. People at the lake. But you chose to come to the public place and declare, I'm going to stand here today. You chose to, to say, I'm going to be counted. Your salvation means something to God. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm, I'll, I'll keep coming here. Long pastor wants me to come. If I don't do nothing, I don't have to preach. I don't have to do nothing. I just want to come be here. Because there's something happening at Refuge Church. There's, there's, there's something to invest your life in here. The Lord gave this to me in prayer. He said, you, you thought that this is little and insignificant. In Louisiana, there's a word we call it, picayune. It means little, nothing. It's just a small thing. It's actually like a small coin. 
like a shekel, small, nothing. It's almost like petty. And then God says, I'm going to blow my spirit through it. There's a wind that's blowing here. Never forget the days of small beginnings. Lean into this momentum of God, this building. You built this. Now you're building it with people. For the days of, of this momentum are going to bring you to a place of revival because you won't be hidden anymore. You got a sign on the road. You're identifying with Jesus. You have publicly committed. For I've seen the pain and brokenness in your lives and the hard work. And I've tried your hearts to see if you would remain faithful in the little things. For the people said that you were petty and trifling and insignificant. But now my Holy Spirit is giving you the spirit of wisdom and a holy fire. For from this house will be a, a wind of change, but it always will be a place of peace. For surely my spirit will abide with you. This will be a place help in a time of trouble. This is a house of refuge. So I invite you today. I invite you. He's here. We're going to do water baptism. Public declaration. Look, you might have come here unprepared today. Get in the water. Align yourself. This is my beloved son. My beloved daughter. Get in the water. You might need a healing today. Baptism. You might need fire today. Because after that, Jesus was filled with the Spirit. Immediately, it, it, it fell on him and he, it filled him with the Spirit. He, he publicly expressed himself. But see, he just started to sing a new song to the Lord. He, he just, it, the glory filled Jesus because from that point on, he was public. He's here. He's with us. Why don't you stand your feet? I want to pray this simple prayer with you. And then I'm going to let Pastor lead you. And I double dog dare you, unprepared, get in this water. Leave here sopping, soaking wet, in the cold. My God, what a make a memory with Jesus today. And we'll dance with you. Amen. It takes courage to follow this God, the God of gods. Let me pray for you. Father, we're all in today. Baptized. Baptize me in your love. I, I love you, Jesus. Forgive me of my sin. Touch my life. I want to go to heaven. 
I want my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I'll publicly declare it with water baptism. I'm open for healing today. I need a miracle. I'll get in that water. I am not, I am not afraid. I'll stand before my friends. I need you to do something powerful in my life. I love you for doing that today. In Jesus' name, amen.